Witches. Welcome back to another episode of Positively Uncensored, your favorite reality TV and interview podcast. It's your host, Leah, and today I'm joined by my bestie, Bree. Thanks for coming Hi. on the show. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me back. As always, just a reminder that Brie has her own podcast. It's Brie the Black Sheep on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you haven't already followed her, make sure to check out her podcast after you finish our episode. Let's talk about really quickly before we get into our shows. I want to give you guys a preview of what I'm going to talk about this fall because a lot of different shows are coming out and I'm excited for all of them. Um, we have the ultimatum, which already dropped and I started watching. This is the straight season, but it's good so far. <laughs> it's the straights, but it's all right. We'll still watch. I know exactly. <laughs> I felt a little reluctant. Like, are they going to bring it? Because queer ultimatum was just so good. Um, so but good. the straights brought it. They casted like a very, um, problematic cast. So they did their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so is everything coming back like reality TV, basically? Yes. So okay. September, September 8th, Selling the OC comes back, actually. So Ooh. have you ever watched that? No, not actually watched it. I know what you're talking about, but I was wondering because I'm like with the writer strike, we're just going to get a whole bunch of reality TV, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. This fall is jam packed with all reality. Then Special Forces comes out September 25th. <laughs> Sorry. This, this is the one with with uh, Homeboy on it. From Vanderpump. Yes, yes, yeah. this is the one that Tom Sandoval's on. I can't wait to. I love how we just call him Scandaval now. I almost forget it's Scandaval because we say Scandaval so much. Literally, now he's Scandaval. Um, no, so he's on that along with some other people that I'm excited to see. But he just had that quote. Did you see? I posted on my story regarding Special Forces where he was like, "I went on there to get a blood to get." A <laughs> beating i had an affair and i want to get bloody oh <laughs> like, my okay. god oh scandal scandalous what an idiot he's so interesting um then bachelor in paradise and golden bachelor come out september 28th we're excited about that mm -hmm. i'm excited about that i don't know if you'll watch golden bachelor but i'm gonna give oh, the no. old guy a try no i don't care i don't care about him <laughs> None of it. None of it. None of it. I don't care. Give us a queer bachelorette. We don't care. You'll love The Bachelor in Paradise. I know you'll live for okay. the mess. I know well, you will. Well, if, if Aaron is on there, who's on he there? Is. Aaron? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to watch. Brayden and his goddamn braids. I can't. Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he literally just got braids so he could say that? Because like part of me thinks he did. I don't fucking know, but I noticed he had a black scent on The Bachelor. He, you know, so I didn't watch the first couple of seasons. So when I watched them bring all the men back, he sounded like a white dude. When I rewatched it, he was in front of Charity. He had a black scent. He would, he was one of those white guys that'd be like, "What's up, girl?" Like, really throw it on hella hard. He was just saying, just dropping like African American vernacular, just left and right. And I'm like, "What is this dude? Is weird." So him getting braids checks out. Checks out. Remember when we read the bios too, and it's like once they found out that it was a black bachelorette, how many men put it? They lay loved rap or like ASAP Rocky, like in there. It's like Charity does not even like that. Like, can we just what get these guys to? out of here? What do you listen to? You work out. You know, I listen to Beyonce, Slay, 
Like, shut up. No, you (laughs) don't. Like, you know you're listening to the chain smokers. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. Baby, pull it closer. (laughs) Listen, roses went hard, so. That's so true. Chain smokers was the shit, so. At one point. White boys for one. One point. They would go in. I saw them at a fucking festival. Okay? That would have got me. Don't, don't, don't do no dumbass black stuff. Just actually be yourself. And she likes country, so like, do your research too. Like, can we? Can we just? Her favorite's Lauren Elena, like the whitest country singer. Like, she loves her. But uh, all they saw was black, black. Yeah, they were like, like yeah. ASAP Rocky's my favorite. Is yours? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. They're like, they're like, I work out to SZA and Meg Thee Stallion. I'm yeah, like, no, you don't. Okay. Anyways, House of Villains with Jax, another another Vanderpump Ooh, cast Jax member. Yes, he's on it. So is Tiffany okay. Pollard. Um, Tiffany Pollard is New York, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought so. And then F-Boy Island comes out October 23rd. So jam-packed with the shows, and I'm going to be recapping all of them. So pray for me. Okay, just a little tidbit, just to preface the fact that we're going to watch villains. I just wanted it to be known that all of the Black people on that show were not actually villains. They were just Black. They were just Black people standing up for themselves being very assertive and they're labeled as villains. Jax, like a real villain. So having New York, Omarosa, Omarosa definitely is a Republican black. So that is the most villainous part about her. But them on their shows, it's very much like Kenya. It's just like assertive black people. So it's kind of annoying that they're the quote unquote villains because New York, if you go back and watch, she was just right about a lot of shit. I love her too. Like rea- she created reality television. Okay. She created the concept of having a character or like a persona on TV. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, yep. Shout out to the fact that also Raquel would have been a great cast for that. She's a villain. Guess what? Everybody in Vanderpump world thinks that she's a villain. They should have picked her. She's more relevant recently. Than she would have got Ada. Facts. She would have got Ada. Like she's just not. She is their quote unquote villain, but. She's not, I don't know. She's not mentally in a place where she would have got eaten up at this time in her in her life. I don't think she could have handled a show like that. I don't think she can stand 10 toes in her villainy. That's true. Maybe, maybe. But I would she like to see up to her Katie. do it. Yeah, like I would like to see her do things that challenge her backbone. And then she's back for next season of mm. Underpump, season 12. And she's like, hey, by the way. I was right. Like, you guys fucking Agree. suck, and I stand in it. Like, I stand Agree. on the fact that you guys are fake. Me and Ariana weren't friends. Um, Scammed of all was a front for the relationship so they could have media attention, you know, so. And all y'all got paid and got money and got jobs because of me. So I'm going to stand. You're right. I would love to see her standing. She could completely revamp herself, return to reality TV and stand in it. I agree. And Lisa's so ungrateful because for her to be like, Vanderpump existed before you and it'll exist after. It's like, listen, Lisa. Um, That's just not true. <laughs> that, like, like, sure, it existed, but ratings fell off by season okay. nine and you weren't interesting enough to like keep caring. Okay. So let's yeah. not pretend it would still be here or be rated without me. That's just an absolute lie. So, girl. And the only person to call her on that throughout the years is Jax. And he was like, it's my show. And she was like, I'm the show? number one guy in this group. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's stay on track with Vanderpump. And let's talk about oh. 
Yeah. Okay. We'll, yeah, we'll save that. That's whiskey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about Bethany and Rachel's podcast interview. And <sighs> I only listened to one part, full disclosure, because I just couldn't care. It was too many ads. How mm-hmm. many parts did you listen to? Two. <laughs> okay. A step, a step further than you got. And I could not. I could not. I was like, there's a part three, there's a part four. For what? What are we doing? Yeah, I only got two two episodes in. I could not, I couldn't even make myself turn it on to get through my day. I could not do it. Can we both agree that Bethany is a bad host? Like she's not horrible, good. awful, a horrible podcaster, a horrible host. I will go on record saying that like it, it's not good. I could never just listen to her, but I also was never a big fan of her and that's not to say like I didn't like I disliked her I literally just was not a fan there's there's nothing Bethany gives me that I need like I don't understand how people really like this woman like I don't get it she gives me like Amy Schumer vibes like what is it I don't get anything from her Bethany we've said this to each other so might as well say it here Bethany's got the WAP and that's the only thing that's working for her and winning for her and the WAP is white ass privilege mm-hmm. for people who that's think it. that it's it's not her wet ass pussy it's, it's not her white her ass privilege <laughs> <laughs> it's not the pussy it's the privilege okay exactly and that's what um, got her that's what got Howie the interview too it's his white ass privilege like why mm-hmm. did these why did the two people who know the least about the show get selected one from white privilege and two so that they couldn't fight anything that was said to them. Really? It just doesn't make any sense. I'm like, there are so many different people you could have chosen. And even Bethany was like, why me? Why me? Yes, bitch. Why you? Because, and her saying my mom just likes you. That was a dumb reason. Raquel needed a team. She needs, she just keeps making such poor decision while having the ball in her court. She just air balls every time. It's like, I am having a lot of grace for her, but the Bethany thing was a clear mistake because you went from one network in Bravo and this white man taking advantage of you to, to going to this white woman who is clearly doing the same thing. I'm sorry. Bethany and, gave us nothing. And for what did she need, Bethany? Because like, if I'm her team, this is the perfect opportunity. So I guess in one of the episodes we didn't listen to, she disclosed that her next career move is to have a podcast. A podcast. Why can you not drop your podcast? This would have been episode, the first ep- My side of the story. Why? Why? First episode, Girl, my side of the story. what are you doing? You could have just talked freely, openly. <clears throat> Bethany was cutting her off. That would have been the smartest thing. You just talked about how you didn't get paid and Sheena's episode with you on it was the highest rated. Even if Bethany paid her, like you, no one cares about listening to your podcast. Now, if she drops the episode tomorrow, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to listen to that. I listened to this specifically because it was your first time coming out saying, sometimes they make such bad decisions. I'm like, me as a regular person, I know better than this. So what are you doing? And it just shows to me at least when we watch like films and tv shows where it shows like a really (coughs) famous person like being mishandled by their um like manager or by their team it shows that your team really can break you like if you have like a very if you have a team with bad judgment um are you okay (laughs) (laughs) we try to ignore that (laughs) keep it moving (laughs) are you okay no no coughing 
much. It made me think of your TikTok. Your coughing face. Oh yeah, yeah. Just a tidbit. Leah's coughing face is my um her her contact info in my phone because it's so funny. <laughs> I'm okay. And- I'm surviving. Other tidbit, if you have never checked out my TikTok, follow me because I did things that people should never know about you. And your coughing face is one of them. <laughs> and Bree sees my face all the time. And I just got to see her cho- choke on some water. So It went down the wrong hole and I was like, oh, I'm okay. And then it came back like, no. <laughs> I know. You I know saw you thing? try to fight it. It's almost like I could see it come back up. It was like, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. I didn't want it to be loud on the recording. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. L O L. Oh my so, god. So we both agree. Um, <laughs> back to the plot <laughs> that that Bethany, terrible host, right? Rachel should have just Awful. dropped this on her own. Um, and I okay. think everybody still would have listened, even if you just have one episode where everyone decides after that they still hate you. That's an hour and a half that you could have just inserted your own ads, made your own revenue, told your own story. Um. Or she could have did what Scandaval did and went on a public site and got paid. Like, they did a big interview, like an Oprah or, like, Gail. People cared that much about this that she could have gotten, like, paid a lot to give her side. I don't know if Bethany paid her, but a, a little podcast is not, like, oh, clips, clips, having the... Like, Scandaval, no, I, don't, I, still, I still to this day didn't watch this shit. I have no idea what happened on that Howie Mandel interview. Like Lala went on the View. You don't think they paid her? Like you know what I mean? Like she, she did. Yeah, Lala. She could have. Oh my God, Raquel could have made so much. Lala went on the fucking View. Yeah, it was either the View or Good Morning America, but she did oh something and went on there. And the women, the women were also bad hosts, and they were like, "Well, I've never watched it, but um, but this still, is that's a, a big ass interview. That's a big platform, B- bigger than Bethany, who who literally used Right Rachel as her launching point, essentially." Um, I I didn't even know this girl had a podcast before this. I didn't either. What was your main takeaways that you learned? Because for me, I think the only thing that I learned was she hasn't gotten paid yet, despite what Lisa's saying um, for season 10. And she wants to have a podcast. um, And I think she just pretty much affirmed what I thought this whole time that her and Ariana were not best friends. They were show friends. And... um, like, she's not the villain that everybody thinks she is, although she's accountable for her actions. I, my biggest takeaway was what you already have been telling my ass. Like, you from day one said, I don't think they're friends like that. And I'm like, Leah, they are best friends. You're like, I do not, like, you stood in it and just kept saying from the beginning, they are not fucking friends like that. They are show friends. And I'm like, there's just no way you can spend as much time. But again, like Kenya said, like Bethany said, there's like, all these weeks of them producing and then you do these small 40 minute windows of course it looks like i spent every fucking day with this person this is why sandoval was able to get away with dating this woman and and still being because i'm like y'all together all the time how how was he able to date her on the side they're not together all the time we just see what it's uh that's the crazy part about reality tv it's really that you see a skewed version of these people's lives. You really don't even know who they are outside of this. So it, that part was crazy to me where you already told me they really wasn't friends like that. And I believe her. It was also crazy to me that it was so bad. Her own friends, childhood friends or like high school friends were unfollowing her because they couldn't be associated with her. Like 
it I think it blew my mind to know that like public opinion can destroy you like that and it's not just a show and it can destroy you in a way that it'll never do to a man so I knew it but like hearing her talk about it and hearing her quote-unquote survive it it gave me a lot of grace for her because that's she's really strong that I don't even know if I could handle the, the public thinking that much of me and being okay like she really she came out with that first um message on Instagram was like I am not the victim she did not ever pretend to be well white woman tears and like she really I have a lot of respect for that and I have a lot of respect for the fact that she continued to be honest regardless of the shit it's not and it's not bare minimum like just the least she could do there's a lot of things she could have done and could have not done and she just really tried to be honest I, I don't know I took away I took away the fact that I have a lot of grace for Rachel and you know? I think and I think that people are just so projecting their own feelings of not she wanting said that to too. be cheated on that it's mm-hmm. hard to listen to her. But even Schwartz went on a podcast and talked about you would think my life re- revolves around Sandoval. Like you would think you that do. I see this guy every day. Like you that's what you think when you watch the show. We are together every day. My life revolves around him. He's like, mm-hmm. no, I've had XYZ traumas going on this year. That's where my head's at. That's where I'm at. Um, and they, they do the same with Rachel, you know, like she looks like her and Ariana and Sheena are best friends. Let's be real. Sheena's an opportunist. Like, let's be so real. Social climber. Yes. And she always has been since day one. She wasn't doing the Jonas Brothers music video and then all these weird things. She did their music video? Yeah, she was like the pizza girl in one of their music videos. Oh. <laughs> but you don't find all this like D-roll film of her because she wasn't always trying to get bigger than she is. So um, it'll be interesting. And she's always the one too. like, I'm sorry, Sheena, like I, I love her and hate her at the same time because she annoys me how she is the only one who's like responding in the comments like or on Twitter and she's like really trying so hard to defend herself and in my mind and Brock it, yes and in my mind too I'm like I still think that you hit Rachel like I still think that that Absolutely. happened yes I believe exactly what Rachel said oh and that was the last big point last large point was do people need to realize she was exploited regardless of even if and she's and let's just believe women for like a second she's saying she didn't consent to tom recording this facetime call oh that was a takeaway too yes yes talk about that for people who don't know that part yes so rachel discloses that Tom never got her consent to record their FaceTime call. She didn't know that he had it. So to find out that he had it, and then Ariana saw it and shared it with her friends. And like the she FaceTime was call exploited. was her masturbating. Like yes, she was like touching was herself. Her. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people knew that the FaceTime call was actually her being sexual, like touching herself. Like it was showing her private areas. I think when everyone thought about the FaceTime call, we just thought they were FaceTiming. Right. No, no. one knew until that interview. Yes, like they were having phone sex where she was, mm-hmm. you know, touching herself and he was recording it. And then her genitalia in private moment is now in however many people's phones and has the opportunity to be leaked. Don't act like people won't don't want to make twenty thousand dollars for a quick video, you know, if they can get that shit. Like don't act like people wouldn't want to see Rachel exposed or what that video was. People wanna see the video. I'm surprised mm-hmm. that the recording never fully got out of faith from I'm Faith and Jack. So fucking surprised. Oh, 
Whoa, Faith and Jax, they had a recording? Yes. So um, that was what happened early on in the seasons um, that him and Brittany exploded about when he fucked Faith. It was a recording the entire time of them having sex, but he was like degrade. They were both degrading Britney and how Britney can't like get him off and how he's going to leave Britney for faith. And she was like talking shit about Britney with Jax and they were just recorded it. Um, I think faith had recorded it so that she had proof that they had sex. Like I think faith had recorded it and somehow it was Ariana who was the one who shared it at the sleepover. Like she had heard it and she was like to Brittany, you have to hear this shit. Like this shit is like your boyfriend literally fucked another girl. And the whole time he did, he talked shit about you. Like, like you need to know. Oh like, my it was at their engagement God. party. Crazy. So that was early How on. did I never hear about this? So that was the big controversy. Whoa. They should that- have definitely had faith on that show. She uh-huh. deserved. Yes. So she, um, you know, was off the show as well, but she was one of Jack's people that he fucked in the recording. It was big drama early on. Okay, but yes, coming back to your point, she was exploited. Not only was Rachel exploited by the show and just really left aside to die, she was exploited by Tom. And I think it took her a long time to realize that because like many girls, don't fucking try and act like you haven't been in this position. You will protect this dude over your own well-being, over your own self, i.e. Lucy, tell me lies. You will protect someone over your own, like, everything, your own friends, your own, like, common sense. So it's like the fact that she finally came out at the end and turned on him is nothing but bravery. I'm sorry. And don't act like it's... Don't act like women come forward every time they're abused. Just because James is a fan favorite because he has one-liners occasionally doesn't mean (laughs) that it's impossible that he was abusive. And just because Rachel hasn't gone through the extent, we've seen moments throughout the show that seemed um, gray. We've seen moments that seemed like they could have been a little bit heavier than all the information we were presented. And he was at least verbally explosive towards her and demeaning. So that's a verbal abuse right there. Let's just call he, it what he it is. He was absolutely emotionally abusive. He was even physically abusive to Kristen on camera. Exactly. He was absolutely abusive. Spitting on them. Like, he was awful. He was awful. So, he was abusive to Katie. Like... And she's going from trying to please someone who's never happy with her and had abused her to going to someone else who is never happy with themselves and looking to someone. And she was asking herself the right questions. What's wrong with me? What am I missing? What am I searching for in these relationships that I can't provide for myself? Mm -hmm. And just because she fucked up so badly and kept a secret for seven months, Let's not act like men don't have other families out here that exist. Let's not act like people on other shows, husbands, haven't done worse. Mauricio's been cheating on Kyle's ass the whole time they've been together properly, and nobody gives a fuck because he's hot and he gets stoned or what he's a man. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give Rachel all of my venom when, to be honest, she doesn't deserve it. It doesn't mean that I don't feel bad for Ariana. That's not what that means. Oh, girl, I'm over that. I'm I know. over that. It's like at the time I did. Like if I take myself back, I feel bad for her. That's Absolutely. never changed. Like I don't hate her now. I don't not feel bad for her. I'm not like you get over your part. Rachel's right. It's like I still get you, but the vitriol and venom could have driven her to kill herself. Like they literally said, I hope that the worst thing happens to you. Yeah. And it, that's death. 
that's that like what, yeah. what what do you guys want to happen to her but it's that's like very dark um it is very dark and it's like so crazy because the men just did not get that i can't get over the fact that they really did not get that like they were able to just keep going and there you've seen them hug sandoval on camera you saw another big takeaway was the fact that sandoval she was saying was saying that he got producing rights you see him control so much of the narrative when she brought up the fact that he released that he was showing people or he recorded her masturbating and touching herself without her permission he forced production to cut that out or he said he wouldn't film they have a contract with you you have to film there's nothing you can do this man is already broke so the fact that he was able to spin the narrative they would never let a woman do that ever ever it's disgusting it's crazy so um i'm not sure that i'll even watch next season because i don't know what i'm <laughs> watching for like once they bring back rachel i'll watch but um i predict ratings taking a hit because i don't think that even if people watch the first few episodes i don't think the initial cast and the launch of saw sandwich shop is going to be enough for people to care about saw yeah, I'm just calling it Saw because I don't feel like saying something about her, which is so lame. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I want that sandwich shop to do well because I like Katie back a careless. I swear that they picked Saw to try to sound like Sir and like they're go trying to like do the same thing as Lisa. Like it's like sexy, unique restaurant, S something about her. Like they wanted something to be like three letters and like swap. Yeah. Like Saw, dude. Like that just sounds like dumb. Like don't. Don't call it that. The, uh, <laughs> That's some, funny. I'll never forget someone on Instagram commented they should have named their sandwich shop the Better Haves. And like, that's what they should have named their sandwich Ooh. shop. Like that. Yes. That is really them. good. And then sandwich halves. That's really, really good. So they yeah, missed the mark. The better halves, clearly. They did miss the mark. They missed it. They did miss the mark. So I guess our opinion is that Bethany, inadequate host, Rachel... A lot of stuff that she said was um, valid, but she had it. She's she's terrible at articulating herself. She's terrible. She terrible. needs someone to hold her hand. And Rachel, if you ever hear this, you won't. But I will do that. She will I'll hold your hands. <laughs> yeah, you will. I'll you hold will. your hands. Like I will walk you through it because you need someone like that. That's not going to let you sound as bad as you as you can. Sometimes, like you need someone to elaborate. And that's what I was saying about the villainy thing. Her, like, even listening to her stand up to Katie or stand up to Lala, she sounds so dumb. She sounds, uh, Lala is right when she sounds like she's short circuiting because she's like, I, if y'all are gonna be like, like little follower yapping chihuahuas, like, spit it out, bitch. Like, she really, in no shade, but it's like she, she's just not comfortable. And I don't know, she's easy to exploit. She is, she's easy to exploit she's getting exploited again going on this podcast it's just kind of like yeah she needs a good team to hold her hand she needs to grow up a little bit no shade like i'm saying she's being childish i mean like she needs to grow and gain her own independence she needs to come into herself more we've all been there like we've all looked like that so i i relate but she needs to do a little bit more self like i don't know just she needs to stay out of the limelight a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. I think she needs Agreed. to stay off these shows. Her She's podcast like is great. She's like Kanye. Like, like being with the Kardashians was the worst possible thing for him because he's so. mentally fragile. He shouldn't have been in situations to exploit himself as much as he did. And being in 
being in the limelight can drive you crazy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. not not real. And people also act like they this could never ever happen to them. Like if they were brought in halfway through a show and they had the opportunity to fuck someone that's been like a fan favorite for a long time and they're really into them and they've said that their shit's bad. Like people just act like they could never well, be me. And she also said that he didn't even say that their relationship was bad. He just said that it was fake. And right. after now seeing how things run behind reality TV, you see why. She's like, I let him, I offered him my keys to pl- stay at my place. He still wanted to stay with um, Ariana. So it's like, it makes sense that they actually, that you would believe that, that you would believe it because they, their relationship was so weird, mm-hmm. so weird. And Tom may be wrong about a lot of things, but I believe him when he says that Ariana was like the mastermind. Like she, she was probably the one handling their brand deals. She was probably the one like, you know, finding opportunities for them to make money. Um, It wasn't him that thought of the cocktail book. It was her. And he got brought in on it. Like she's more of the business mind. And then he was just like, you know, on her, like her partner. Essentially. I agree to what you're saying, but I don't agree to what he was saying because he was saying she was a mastermind about around like, like she was had the power and control of the relationship, and he was just kind oh, of yeah, skating. No. I believe the brand deals. He was saying that in a response to like, you're the one who wants the cameras to look at it a certain way. She was just trying to keep their relationship together and not make them look dumb or, or yes. exploit their their relationship, have a hard front, which a lot of women do. When their men are stupid, look at Britney. Everyone does it. Mm-hmm. When your dude is a literal idiot, you have to do a united front because I don't want the camera in all of our business. I believe what you're saying. I do believe the brand deals, keeping it together. Men are fucking idiots. So it's mm-hmm. like she's she's doing all that, but he still had the power, was cheating, doing all this, and she's trying to just cover it. Agreed. Like, you know. So Agreed with that. I agree to what you're saying. Yeah, so we don't agree with Tom. We agree with our own version of what Tom was saying. Because you can only take... That's what you should do with reality TV. It's a reminder. Take snippets of truth because that's what it is. Like, the same way that we put, like, all of the stock into celebrities and how they like present themselves publicly and we're like, that's who they are. Like you, we watch reality TV and we're like, that's who they are. That's what they said. Episode seven, Raquel's a piece of shit. That's who she is. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, nothing about her life. You know, nothing about what she's been through. You know, not how you would be if it happened to you. And sometimes we have to remember that. It's just hard to really think that so these hard. versions of these people that we see are just all fake. It's it's crazy, especially when you're a person who's just, this is my life. If there was a camera recording me, I would be exactly who I am. And I don't know if it will change if I got super famous and then I read all the reviews, but it's hard to believe that these people are just brands and personas and they are not like this. Most of them are shitty fucking. That's why I'm like not even hard on Raquel. All y'all shitty. All y'all. Look at half the people who, and we've talked about this before, that are porn stars or like, um, lingerie models they don't even enjoy having sex but they're so sexualized and they sell this personality it's like an it's like an outlet for what they you know maybe they wish they could be or what the world already sees them as so might as well monetize off of it it's like either Mm -hmm. yeah like might as well Mm -hmm. monetize the whole world sexualizes me since i've been 15 i've been told that wow you're developed wow you got older over summer and it's like well now that i'm an adult this has been noticed all this entire Mm -hmm. time might as well use it that's such a good analogy because so many people have to do things for money and to and to make it. And it's like you just use what you know people like you for. And you may not necessarily 
like be that person at all. A lot of strippers, I was used to date a stripper. She was a lesbian. She's like, I go in there and sell these men fantasies and they probably think I'm a whore and I've never had sex with a man in my entire life. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Same with jobs. Like we get trapped into like, oh, she's a people person. Like, let's put her on the phones. And it's like the best parts of our personalities or the smallest parts of our personalities, our jobs and careers try to drain us for mm. Um, and, and it's like, it takes away from who we are, you know, like, it's not, it's just like, just because I can be friendly doesn't mean that I can be friendly for 12 hours a day to every rude person who calls. Now I'm not mm -hmm. friendly anymore. Like now, now I've changed and it's the same for someone sexualizing themselves. Maybe they had fun in the beginning and after a while, maybe they're like, people aren't shit. Like mm -hmm. after everything I've seen, people aren't shit. I'm not having fun anymore. And this isn't, you know, enjoyable. People can mm -hmm. change their minds. End rant. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. So let's talk about The Bachelorette a little bit. Let's do it. Charity, charity, charity. That girl charity. This was such an enjoyable season. It doesn't matter that they tried to cut it short. It doesn't matter that they tried to change times. She prevailed and she was excellent to watch. She's the first person, aside from Hannah Brown, who I just felt was so like pointed in her decisions. Like, I feel like she was very, a very good decision maker. Okay. So I want everyone to know that I have never watched The Bachelor before this. I had no intentions of ever watching it. Leah was like continuously talking about the show. And I'm like, this is just one of them shows that's not happening for me. I work in domestic violence. I don't like relationship shows. I don't like love shows. I don't have faith in it. Charity won me over. This woman is so captivating, so amazing, so like, like, I love her personality. I just love who she is. I, it's so much I went back and watched the earlier seasons. This woman is just so true to herself, so sure of herself. Like, and it was annoying me when they kept saying, you're just so classy and amazing. And I'm like, you're using all the words that you would use for like a good black person when really she is such a full range of an amazing person. Yo, go ahead, go ahead. You're so spot on. I did never really put that together, but she has, it, it rubbed me the wrong way when people said she's boring or she's a safe choice or whatever, because it's like, she was very entertaining for a lot of she reasons. Was. She walked Xavier's ass out of there like a kid getting dragged out of church. Like, come on, let's go. <laughs> like, she was great. <laughs> she was like, and if you, if you put me in this car, she go, and I am, and I am. <laughs> she was, she was not boring at all. Y'all just racist. Cause she was amazing. Every, for every episode gave every single episode. She was like the, the men really liked her. She really liked them. It was like, nothing so fake to me. It did not feel like reality TV to me. It felt like you could see her light up with certain people. You could see her face fall when they said certain things. It was like, she was in it and they was in it. They really liked her. And she's one of the first bachelorettes where I felt like she really was being herself. Like when somebody said to her, like, I want you to turn off the bachelorette. And she addresses that at the tell all or whatever. And she's like, Bullshit. this is who I am. Mm -hmm. I believe that that's who she is. She's Southern. Mm -hmm. She comes from a family that you saw how her mom wasn't even willing to say her true opinion because she doesn't want to sway things. Like she, she comes from a family that really cares about people's feelings. And on top of that, she's a mental health therapist. You don't think she's going to be like this? Like, this is exactly who she is. And I loved it. You could tell she did the work on herself. She really tried to understand herself and her, her intuition, her feelings. And she was like, I want to go with my heart, but I'm also going to go with my brain. I'm also going to go with my feelings. She was so 
motherfucking good. She was so good. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know why anyone could have anything negative to say. I'm very disappointed in the network for so many reasons. This was one of, well, I guess I didn't watch all the other ones, but this got me to watch this show. So shut up. This was one of the, um, this was one of the best seasons that you could have joined in on. That's what I was about to say. This was one of the most like satisfying seasons to watch. And the best part was that it, because it felt so genuine, we had an idea of who we thought she would get along with from the beginning. Like we were like Xavier, Dotton, um, we know we thought that one guy from Harvard and Joey, and we were right. <laughs> like we were pretty much right for three out of four. So let's talk really briefly about what you felt about Aaron showing up this week. I actually thought it was sweet. I, again, I work in domestic violence, so I never, like men, I don't know, men being assertive creep me out. Men being like, I don't know, I if I got rid of you, you coming back, especially because I saw that clip of that, <laughs> that bachelor that came back for that girl. Yep. And it was creepy as hell. And she was like, no, why are you here? So it was like, uh, I was kind of like triggered already, like anxious about it. Um, but it was so cute. He came back and she was receptive. She wanted him there. And he still was like, take your time. Like, I'm excited to see you, but like, take your time. If you want this, if you don't want this, I, I loved it. I love to be chased, not in like a creepy way, but there's just something so cute about watching the show, seeing a man like not give up on you in a healthy way. Um, and I just really enjoyed that. I liked it, especially after the way Xavier left. It was just so cute to see a third guy come back for her. And I didn't see at the very beginning what Xavier did wrong. All I saw was that he took her on that hometown date. And it was so amazing that like I had so much hope for them. But I missed throughout the season. So I loved it. Um, and I also loved the way that she took him aside during eliminations. How did you feel? Oh, yeah, I did like that. I liked at I one point, that. too, and Joey's like, I don't think he's coming back, man. <laughs> I like their faces when he came out. I like that they weren't like, where the fuck is Xavier? They were just like, it oh. was so funny. <laughs> They're like, okay. Okay. Like, huh. They did a double take. Like, what the fuck is happening? Is that, I know he, is that the same guy? No, no. So Twitter thinks that Aaron really wanted to travel out of the country. And that once he found out that they were going to Fiji, that he was like, fuck, like right when I leave and that they were kind of like, all right, come on, like come back. But <laughs> um, I could see either. Like I, tr I truly could see that. Or I could also just see him being in love with Charity. But he was I, into her. Go ahead. He was. But I just don't think that she was ever going to pick him. It's like, why throw no. that in there on her? Like, she was happy to have it, like, down to two and be like, okay, mm -hmm. it's either him or him. And then here comes Aaron, and it's like, eh, one more. What did he do? What did he do that just really turned her off? He did something that she was, like, turned off to him because there was no real reason that she let him go over Xavier. What was it? I couldn't figure out through the season what he did that just was like, he's not for me. I couldn't figure it out. She just wasn't into him anymore. Aaron's just funny. Like, Aaron, Aaron's just, like, really funny. Like, the fact that when he walked up to her, like, he was like, hey, like, you're fit. Like, what? That's the first, that's, that's, that's what you thought of on the plane over, like, 11 hours, and that was, like, like, you're fit. Like, like, I, 
he just kind of takes me out with some of the stuff he says and also how mad he got um <laughs> when John got sent home and he was like so mad at Brayden. So um you know Wait, wait, what he was mad that a guy got sent home? Yeah, like he was like um John got sent home and it was basically because Brayden stole the show and every and like the whole date went to talking about Brayden and things that he said that upset charity. Um and Aaron was like, um what did he say? Like he was just pretty much like, you took up all the time. Like it's because of you. And Brayden was like, calm down, <laughs> we're about to do this. And Aaron was like, You don't want to go there with me. Like it was just like back and forth. Oh, I have to rewatch that. Oh my God. Yeah. Did Charity hear about it? Probably. I mean, I would imagine she did. Um, in that moment, he didn't strike me as being aggressive or anything. He just reminded me of kind of like a little kid, like throwing a tantrum. Attention. And I feel like he kind of gives that energy because he's so he kind of he's kind of like Xavier. They kind of have similar personalities. I agree. I think that if they had stayed together, he would have got on her goddamn nerves. And I don't think Dotton will. I think that. Oh, me either. He's I so think mature. that he's so Oh, mature. You know, I didn't notice all season, but like I didn't notice he had a scar on his face oh, until I the last episode. I, mm -hmm. I didn't notice that. And he has one on his wrist, too. So I wonder if he ever it don't look like a dog or something. You know, I wondered that. But I was I thought it was acne. And I'm like, if you grew that beard out just a little bit more. Oof. Oof. Yes. But he's still he's still so good looking. So I'm not I picking at him or anything. But mm -hmm. I just hadn't noticed all season. And then they did those close up shots. And I was like, wow, I didn't notice that. Um, what did you think of Joey's speech? I came on this show ready to hate Joey. I'm just like, this dude is just getting by off of his looks and these green eyes. I fell in love with Joey. I was like actually torn at the end when she had to choose. He because I could see myself with Don, of course. I've never been with a white dude. So I could 100% see myself with Don. He's mature, everything. He's going to be my choice. Joey was so cute, sweet, and genuinely seemed into this woman. It did not seem like he was, like, acting. It didn't seem like he just wanted to get far. He seemed... He seemed genuinely hurt when he was going to go home. And rewatching it back, he was about to cry on that. It honestly did not seem like he was playing. Like, men will tell on themselves. Men are actually not great actors. They are in the beginning. Then, like Brayden, they just start fucking telling on themselves. Xavier, they start telling on themselves. He genuinely seemed like he thought he was going to be with this woman and be a part of her family. He didn't seem stumped on the questions. I was like, yo, if it's going to be a white man, it's going to be him. He was... He was like, really, I wouldn't have been mad if she chose him. Okay, mm -hmm. let's just say that. Yes. I love black love. I wouldn't mm -hmm. have been mad if she chose him. He was like, he was really making me fall in love with him. And like, I loved everything he said. Like, he did not do any wrong. He wouldn't have understood to the extent of what he needed to, the things she would go through. But if he genuinely loved her, he would have been there. And maybe... Yes ignorant ways and when i say ignorant ignorant means like you just don't know ignorant right. literally just means you don't know right he would have but i think he would have been there he he really thought it was gonna be him he really almost got down on one knee i've never seen that like i'll tell you oh really I've, I've never seen a guy start to get down it's usually stopped before that like like 
I've never seen someone actually start to go down and then let her have to like stop him. I was like mortified for him. I was like, oh my God. Like, because usually they say what they're going to say and then they get a moment to respond. But he said his part and he was like, so with that being said, and then he just started to get down. She was like, wait, wait. And I was like, oh God. Like, that does not, at least from what I've seen, correct me if you're listening and you're like, that happens every season. I do not remember anybody ever starting to kneel. And so that's when I knew that he was, like, legit about her. Like, he didn't just go shopping with Neil Lane because they all have to do that. But when he started to get down on one knee and then he cried in the car and he broke when, cause he didn't want to make her feel bad. I, I, he's a people he pleaser. He didn't want to make her feel bad. He told her it's okay. And she's like, I have to get this out because you need to know. I cried with her. I cried just seeing her cry. I'm like, oh, my God, Charity. You're going. F- it, it hurt her to let him go. How could it, it not? Did. How could it not? That's why I wondered how she would feel when she saw him again. Because you literally just took my breath away. Like, I feel like I'm trying to bring my breath back because I didn't know that. Yeah. He was really about to. Prepare. He was. Yes. He I thought I was it like, was in game. He was like, and so that's why. And I'm like. Oh, Joey. He really thought that it that that was his moment, and as so y'all as, knew. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, and then as soon as she stopped him, he knew. Like he he didn't even get the the feeling when he was standing there with her. So because I hadn't watched the previous seasons, when he got out the car first, everyone in the audience was like, <laughs> "I was like, why are they motherfucking crying?" I was so confused. That's why I was like, "Why are they crying?" Yeah, they know that. Like, wait, and you're like, "Yes, the person who gets out first is going home." They were. In shambles. When I tell you, they were distraught in that audience. And I'm like, this doesn't look like happy tears. <laughs> and I couldn't find figure out if they were crying because Dotton was going home. I was so confused. You're like, no, that means he's going home first. Like, they should have did a split. They should have did, like, so you don't really know. But everyone knew immediately. Like, these women were down. Yep. Yep. Because they... That's the one part of the show where they can't really change the order. Like even limo exits first night, sometimes they change the order of what we see versus when they walked out of the limo, but they can't change the order of this, this, because whoever gets out first, if she was proposed to, she would just have the ring on. You know what I mean? So mm. they, they like have to do that. Um, and then she like gets to celebrate. But imagine celebrate. Like, I wonder how Dotton will feel listening to her like say that she loves Joey. But he did express that it was the first time during the season that she brought up Joey. And I thought it was good that she did that and didn't try to act like he doesn't exist or like she's not conflicted. I thought that that was beautiful too, because to me it, it showed like now we're not just on this show. We're this is our real relationship. Because in real relationships, you have to be open and talk about stuff like that. Like jealousy will happen. Big things will happen. And she didn't do that with Joey. She stayed in the facade. Not facade, but she stayed in the like, it's just us. She didn't bring up Dodd. And it was like, and that probably gave Joey even more. Because people were in the comments like, how dare you lead him on? This is how the, this is the, the name of the game. Um, but I get it. Because she didn't ever give him any doubts. And he, at least with Dodd, she was honest about like, there's another person clearly and yeah she didn't do that with joey so it's kind of like she got more in depth with dot she got more serious like this is really gonna be us um but it's hard it honestly kind of pisses me off to think about him going on the bachelorette i didn't like that that woman they chose the woman 
decked out and, and African-American, like, like just black, uh, blah, blah. like that woman irked my soul that they chose her. It irks me to think about Joey dating someone that's not charity. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I'm annoyed already. I don't want to watch <laughs> this man be in love with anyone else. At this point, I'm just like, can we be like husband or brother husbands? Cause <laughs> I want her both to be with them. I'm sorry. I know. I know exactly what you mean. It's like, you're almost like rooting for them so hard that it's hard to watch but he looked good with that haircut too like let me say I like he looked so cute and so spiffy and I was not about Joey I even posted on my story and got some hate for it I was like I'm not gonna act fake happy for Joey and then I watched and then I finally got to watch because fuck you Hulu not posted in the morning what the not fuck posted. Hulu Hulu not posted until fuck? four Ugh. I was pissed. What the fuck was that about? Because you know that killed the ratings. I almost didn't watch when it came out because it was like, we knew. Now we knew. Everyone's been talking about it. How fucking dare y'all? Y'all already already told the fans who she chose. You are, People Magazine already let the shit. Y'all had my girl fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Because oh, what was that? What was that? Really? Like, Did someone get fired for that? Because what the fuck? Ugh. Somebody from Hulu. accidentally post that? Mm-mm. Someone from Hulu needs to be fired and somebody from Us Weekly needs to be fired. Oh, it was Us Weekly. My bad, People Or whatever magazine. it was. It probably was People. Sorry, Us Weekly. We don't it know which was. magazine. It's like both of you. I apologize <laughs> to nobody. Okay? It's all y'all. Yes. We're not That's sorry. That's so crazy. I couldn't imagine being like the assistant or intern, whoever the fuck y'all let deal with that and accidentally released it. Like, stop it. Are you serious? That was an accident? That's never happened before. So we all knew. There were already producers in the comments or people in the comments telling us it was Dodden from the very beginning. Y'all sabotaged her. She didn't get enough fireworks. Her Fiji fucking hotel sucked. And I hope she fucked all five men. Or I mean, three. <laughs> I hope she had sex with Joey. Please, please. We didn't get to know any of them. that. I hope that next season they bring back the mess of when they all share the house. <laughs> like, I want to, I want people to know who they're having sex with. And I want to know. Like, I want to know. know. Like, I want to come home looking like, Hey, we had a good <laughs> night. Like, I want you to come home looking like messed up, like, mm, like still in yesterday's clothes. Like, wow. Listen, the men were so hot. I had to go back and watch the dodgeball season just to look at their dicks. Cause I'm like, <laughs> let me at them. I want to see it. God, I want to know so bad. It's just like, don't let me be the best friend. Cause I'm gonna have sex in the beginning. And All I was right? mad at Xavier for not just shutting the fuck up so that Shut she could have got that. Shut the fuck up, Xavier. <laughs> like not because I'm glad that you got sent home and she didn't like let you pipe and then you suck. But at the same time, Xavier, listen, I want. Like, I, he would have said that that dumbass shit. And I would have sat on his face and not given him none and been like, this, "This is me shutting you the fuck up." But we still, I'm getting something out of this. She might have. I ain't leaving here with nothing. He might have been her number one. Like seriously, the sex might have been so good. She might have just folded and been like, "All right, but you're not like you're never going on a boys trip. That's that's it. <laughs> never leaving the what country." What an idiot. It was. It really wasn't the fact that he said he cheated. It was the fact that he said, I don't know if I'll ever be faithful again. I need to know after we go home and fuck. The fuck you mean? Like, it was basically like, you got to prove to me forever that you're good enough for me to not cheat. That was what it was. Because he was continuing to say it and triple down on fucking saying it. He and just I, wouldn't shut the fuck up. I think that he tried to, like not say what he really meant and he should have just said what he meant because he would have been more respected it's not wrong to say that you want to have good sex with someone to 
commit yourself to them and take yourself yes, off the it market. Is. Oh. Yes, it is. What, what about when people like, what about with the people who get married that are virgins and then they have sex wedding night and they find out it's the worst sex ever and they just signed up for 50 years. Then if it. you really love your fucking person, y'all work on it. If his dick is small, you buy you. Sex should not be the end all be all. You, you should work up to intimacy. That's why I told you lesbian relations are so different because you can have so much intimacy that the actual sex part suck and you work towards it. It's not just one night of, wow, this sucks. No, you can build on it. You can get toys. You can make it so enjoyable other ways that if his dick is small, you can be okay. Then you better work on the head, buddy. Okay, I better have the best head of my life if your dick is small. There are so many ways that you can make sex and intimacy great. The first night can be terrible. That's fine. That's fine. Like, you, if you love me and I love you and there's a million other things outside of sex that are great, I don't give a fuck how bad the sex is. If I have all these other things, we can work on that. Oh, we can work on that because I'm going to get mine. I get mine by myself. So I'm going to get mine with you. You got to just be able to to meet me halfway. So no, it's horrible that he said that because there's that means who I am means nothing to you because my pussy better be wet. Okay, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And like, I don't apply that standard to women. But let me be the first to say I get in dictate sweet week or whatever it's called, fantasy suites. <clears throat> I'm piping three. I like all three of them, okay? And mm -hmm. one of them, I like them all the same. And one of them puts it down better, big package. I'm, I'm satisfied in the morning. I could barely walk. I'm picking him. I like, I, I'm gonna be that person that's like, if I like all three of you the same, and if your dick was big and the other person's packing a one inch, like, I, it's, it doesn't but matter. But notice what you said. You said, I like them all the same. It'd be different yeah, yeah. if I loved one person. Right. So, and, and it's the opposite because only charity is there. Right. You don't have options, bitch. So it's <laughs> different. Like, Xavier, you don't have fucking options, bitch. Yeah, so you're right. What, what you're saying makes absolute sense if I like you all the same and then I could get even sexually pleased yes. by... Yes, absolutely. But if I love you, if I love this person so much, True. everything is perfect and only the sex is bad. And then I kind of like this dude, but the sex was amazing. I'm picking this nigga over here because I can, we can work that up if you have way better qualities than this person. That is what I mean by it is not always about sex. But if y'all all on the same, if I kind of, I can't even choose, absolutely. You, then that means you have a better, better chemistry of me sexually yes that makes sense what you're yes. saying is not shallow okay, not good. wrong but i have options and i like y'all all the same it is wrong yes if i don't like this person as much their personality sucks but the sex is great and then this person i actually love values me respects me great job security like all of that his sex was just not as great and you choose the sex no you're you're setting yourself up for failure you're done that's so true. That's so real. So what you're saying does make sense. That's so real. Okay. And you know I love sex. And you know I love sex. Because I would be like, dis like I would be distraught if I, like, like if okay, let's say I did three, two, and one man just didn't want me at all. Like I didn't feel wanted at all. Like there was no, like while I while I respect everybody's individuality and progression levels and how slow it takes if one person doesn't want me at all and the other two really want me i'm gonna take that as a sign of like them being better at communicating how they feel about me and being able to affirm me physically and verbally so like you would be out like that person would be mm -hmm. out that didn't want me at all like you just want to talk i mean unless it was great conversation all night fine fine 
I could be no. wooed by convo, I guess. No, that that just shows that you're not really committed, sir. <laughs> we came all this way. We on vacation. You know what you about to do. You know what needs to be done or I'm not picking you. You tell me that I can't have any. Stop. It's time to go home. You want to go home. No, no. And it's just different with men and women. It's just different the other way around. We know sexism and patriarch is a big deal. So Xavier's reasoning made no sense. Absolutely none. Because you want me to fuck you to let you know if that's enough to commit. That's crazy. That's true. You just spent all these weeks getting to know my personality. That's true. And could have had sex with me if you shut the fuck up. That's true. No. Yeah, no, you're right, you're no, right, you're right. No, no. Okay, so I, I I retract that. He should have just shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Should have shut the fuck Absolutely. up. Absolutely. He's reminding me of Jared from Big Brother. Just shut the fuck up. Like, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, you just need someone to come over and oh shut the my God. fuck up. Like, just talk I cannot, less. Don't reveal just, yourself. Just, let's, just, let's just do a little, like, let's just put a pin in the bachelor and talk about Jared for a second because I need a lot of people to understand that this is the way men feel because... He sat up there and said, it's not like I didn't think that women were people. I knew that they were people. It's just when it comes to me having to care about my friends, feelings, my boys, I cared about those and never thought I have to care about women's feelings. I need more people to understand that men really do feel like that. It's like, I know you're a person, of course, because I have sex with another person. You're clearly a person. You exist. But your needs and wants and feelings should never matter to me. And now I'm just realizing, oh, hey. Those other people that we stick our dick in and use and 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 play and, and take advantage of, they actually mean as much as we do. It's crazy. Like and, females actually mean something. And Jared can't be challenged by a woman. He can't. Like Izzy, Izzy, who's the who like challenged his masculinity and said to him, "Don't talk to me that way." Like I understand what you're saying because he said to her you need to listen to me the first time like you need to listen to me the first Mm -hmm. time i talk and she said do not talk to me that way jared Mm -hmm. like like i did listen to you but it doesn't mean i agree with you um and as soon as that happened he went to his mom and said he wants to vote izzy out and that they don't need her um and that the only reason they need her is to not spill their secret and meanwhile she like sari trusts izzy likes izzy um and he just really, yeah, he's misogynistic. He does not really stand up for women. Um, and he defended the N-word. So, like, he, that's the and other problem. Is, I want to break down what you just said because male ego is so dangerous. This is why male ego is so dangerous. Like, when you said he challenged his masculinity, like, men truly think that that's challenging their masculinity. In his head, her not listening to him and letting him, like, uh, run over her is challenging his ma- men literally think that they are in charge what they say goes it doesn't matter how stupid it is it doesn't matter how dangerous it is how whatever if you challenge that with with logic and reasoning you are literally challenging their entire manhood and masculinity so the fact that you would go to your mom you would defend an in where you would defend this man's feelings and being racist over this woman saying logical things that you would go to your mama, run back to another woman, run back to your your motherboard, whatever, how men love to do all the time to get this woman ostracized, someone that we really could use because you stupid. Mm-hmm. Like this is that thing was so important to show y'all just how dangerous the patriarchy masculinity is. It is uh, men's hurt feelings mean more than anything. I mean, more me more than this girl being an actual ally being important for us to win this game you will cut yourself off the knee because your ego is so big crazy and talk about how he needs his ego fueled so bad that he's willing to tell on his secret 
with like she didn't ask blue has not asked but this girl that he's pursuing this girl in the house that he's like kikiing with and that they're like canoodling and all this stuff um he's like you want to know my secret like like what if i was related to someone in the house like he's like dropping her hints why would he do that why would he he he's willing to jeopardize his safety his the mom's game. safety the game the money for pussy the money and me- and that's another thing men have to realize like you can hate women all the time and you can act like you do but at the end of the day like there is no man who's like there is like okay i'm talking about straight men there's no straight heterosexual man who's not trying to to like do something for a woman like they're they mm-hmm. all are like they all you always are. need us yes like you need us like you want us and you need us so don't demean us and disrespect us in the process you know what i mean like that's he makes no sense to me jared and it's also sense. it also is a moment for you to see that like you could be raised a certain way and and have such a great mom and these men will still be so toxic. Like a lot of people see men do awful things. They're like, they have mommy issues or why didn't they get raised the right way? Like women will do everything. The patriarch will still raise these men to think that they, they will just see their mom as the person they run to to fix things for them. You'll see men, specifically black men, run home to to have all their needs met and everything by a black woman and still will not give a fuck about black people their community that moment was so deep watching him really just screw himself his mama trying to tell him be quiet shut up like teach him so much you can tell that she's so well-rounded and smart you will still see these black men cut themselves at the knee cut me cut you jeopardize our entire thing jeopardize our our livelihood because this money is livelihood for your ego and for you to get your dick wet or you to d- just be up under this woman like every time and they'll do this every time and it's and it's like all men and it's like it's crazy because just even using the most basic example there's this like brotherhood of like we all do this together like we're all going to be pieces of shit and you'll see a couple of people not do something mm-hmm. or you'll see a couple of people who say to their friends, I'll never tell my wife or I'll never tell my girlfriend. And then the first thing they do when they go home is be honest with their spouse and they like sell out their brothers. It's the same people that you think like have your back for forever. They go home and throw you under the fucking bus. Like they don't care. They're not going to answer your call. If you're upset and one of your parents just dies, they're not going to fucking help you through it and hang out every day. Like they're not going to help you in an emotional way, the way that women do so so it it goes all back to saying the patriarch does not help men because you think that you have your bros feelings but actually you don't value yourself so you don't really value the next guy it is just about you protecting your right to do anything to be ain't shit to get away with anything that's what protecting the next man means to to men you're just protecting the next man's right to be terrible and trash so that you can be it's never about actually caring about your bros helping them uplifting them building community it has always been on having power and just know that someday like your friends will wake up like there is always a time where people like wake up and they don't act that way anymore and like if you're stuck in that forever you're left with nobody look at tom sandoval he wants to be a fuck forever he wants to be a peter pan forever what's he have his band blonde what's his name draco malfoy yeah Ron Short. The fact you're gonna say the same thing. Like I can't. So that's what he has. But yeah, what were we? Yeah, that's our rant. Yeah, back to the Bachelorette. Back to the Bachelorette. 
I am happy with her choice. I love Dotton. I I see how tall he is. I see how big his feet is. So she's gonna have a good time. Um, she's gonna have a good time. We're happy for our girl. We're happy for her. I can't wait to see them follow up. I like the fact that they already said that they have wedding plans in the works. And because his family is from Nigeria and offered to pay for the wedding, I'm kind of like, I think this could really happen. Like, I think that we could actually see a wedding within the next two years, as opposed to like Jordan and Aaron, uh, no, Jojo and Aaron Rogers, who have been engaged for six years now, like, or whatever. Listen, the people who have the best weddings Africans and Indians. They have the most beautiful... Girl, let me marry an African one time. They have the most beautiful, extravagant weddings. They literally throw money onto the bride. Charity did such a good job. She picked a great person, well-rounded, stable, like values her, respects her. And she's going to have a beautiful wedding. And they're going to pay for it. I know they will. And I his know they mom will. looked gonna... beautiful. Did you see the like... Um, yes. There are like gems in her hair. Like she looks yes. stunning. Oh, she's African royalty. Like she's I love be- it. I'm Okay, so shout out to Charity for being on Dancing with the Stars. Before we go, what was the thing that Jesse said happened that we've never seen happen before? I was confused about that. I he was no like, we're going to see something that happened in Bachelor history we've never seen happen before. I was like, what? Maybe and it was, was Joey like, getting down on one knee. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I was wondering if it was that. Because I, well, I, I can't think of anything else. If you guys know listening, what was the one thing that happened? Because it flew over my head, too. And I, I've watched, like, a decent amount of seasons. So... Let us know. Um, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Like I said in the beginning, make sure to follow Rita the Black Sheep on Instagram. Follow her podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're following my TikTok whenever I'm not active on my podcast. I'm super active there um, and always recapping. So stay tuned. I'm going to do a full episode on Surviving the Raft and the Ultimatum solo. But I'm so glad we got to do this together. Me too. Follow me on Instagram at Brie Like the Cheese. Brie is B-R-I-I, like the cheese, spelled like the cheese. Um, follow Leah's TikTok, Positively Uncensored, because I have never heard a TikTok that I didn't relate to or that wasn't good. Your TikToks are so great. Um, yeah. So have you have me back. I, I love, love you. you. Thank you for the promo.